Welcome back to the Saga Universe. Very hectic uh, set of days. How are you guys? I just want to say um, I'm recording at 1220. Uh, ESC, Fran, is at 2 p.m. or 2 a.m.? 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Oh, my God. It's fine, okay? Here's the thing, guys. <laughs> I have recorded at 3 a.m. as well. So, it's okay. Yeah. That's true. All <laughs> crazy. She, she's doing this. He's been doing this consistently. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's fine. I'm going to be in New York like tomorrow. So from now on, no time, timing, schedule, problem. It's just I had a bad throat last night. Otherwise, I would have... Wait, um, when are you getting to New York? Uh, so my flight's in 12 hours. So I should be there at 12th morning. So 12th Thursday morning for you, like in Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Okay. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I can't wait. It's been a lot. It's been... Okay, I mean, let's get back to football first. I've yeah. it's, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. Okay, the Premier League uh, record fee got broken twice, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then Messi is leaving Barcelona. You know, PSG have signed both the Real Madrid and the Barcelona captain in the same video, same window. What? That's actually crazy. I, I don't know what to say, bro. PSG signs the arguably the player of the tournament in the Euros. They signed the Netherlands captain. They signed four-time Champions League winner, six-time Ballon d'Or winner. They signed one of the best right-backs in the world. What? They lose to Lille and they do this? Oh, my God. I just don't know what to say. This is crazy. I just want to point out two things. One, so the last time PSG lost league... They signed Neymar and Mbappe. And the time before that, they signed Ibrahimovic, Thiago Silva, etc. So, mm. I don't know. I, I want to, just fun fact I found hilarious. Also, how many Champions Leagues are there between this, like, entire roster at this point? Because Sergio no. has, what, five? five. Messi is four. Nine. Di Maria, ten. Neymar, eleven. Jesus. <laughs> and when Adam as well, twelve. Taylor Navas, fifteen. <laughs> 14 because yeah because he is oh my god that's actually what but I feel like if City or PSG neither one of those win a title this season it has to be yeah. but I feel like it's written in the stars that like neither of them I think like it's it has to happen now like like I genuinely feel like one of them I mean one of them has to lose the title right? but which one do you oh. think is more likely to Man City could potentially, right? There's no way PSG loses the title. Yeah, no, Man City, like, even, Jack Grealish and Raheem Sterling are one thing compared to Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe. Even, even, uh, even, like, even if Neymar wants to go and visit his sister for her birthday for a month, like, they're still chill. They, they have a better <laughs> It does not matter at all. Oh, my God. But... Uh, it's not fair. This is really not fair. I genuinely thought United was building something here. And then the PSG goes and does this. Like, what just happened? I just dropped my... Okay, never mind. But yeah. I mean, like, are United really concerned about competing with PSG in any capacity at this point? No. Yes. At any point, oh, you're going to be that deep in the tournament. You'll be so far in the tournament that like you'll, compare, you'll compete with PSG. Yes, we're reaching the finals and winning it. Let's go, lads. <laughs> The Marcus Rashford name our final. Oh, yeah. I feel like we have a better chance of winning the Europa League final this year, but not, not the Champions League. Let's not get oh, ahead of ourselves. Look, 
at least you have a chance of winning the Europa League final. So <laughs> at least we have a chance to be in Europe. Yeah, at least you got that. Uh, no, I mean, regardless, though, uh, let's go league by league. I think Liga is um, finished. I, I, I mean, Leon had one good player, Memphis Depay. Even he's gone. So yeah. who's left? What, what's left? There's nothing. Like it's just Hasimo or carrying all of Ligue 1. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, La Liga, I think we really need to talk about La Liga. Like, we talk about Messi leaving, but uh, the circumstances behind the departure of one of the greatest players of all time. Um, it's actually very like if you see, did you all read the thing, like the, the thing that Bart, uh, not Bartman, sorry, Laporta put forward that the reason, like, he bl- basically blamed La Liga for not being able to sign Messi, right? He said, We would yeah. have signed Messi, but we can't because of La Liga, correct? Um, yeah. Do you think there's like this political battle going on between like Madrid and uh, Madrid and Barca versus the La Liga? I mean, aren't isn't the Madrid board of directors filing like a class action lawsuit right now? I think I saw that like they had an official statement. They're filing a lawsuit against the entire league, pretty much, or not the entire league, just Javier Tebas, etc. Yeah, I don't know. The, so the CV. The CVC uh, not takeover, the CVC merger, I guess that happened, right, with the bank, and that was supposed to like bring in a lot more funds for the top, like for the clubs, and um, but Madrid uh, rejected it because Fiorentino Perez is still adamant on the Super League idea, right, and if he yeah. takes money from CVC, then uh, JP Morgan will back out of the deal regarding the Super League because CVC is a competitive bank, right? Com- competing bank. So he basically rejected the money from CVC, uh, Bas- Madrid. And because of that, even Barca had to reject the money from CVC, which is one of the reasons why uh, Barca was not able to f- sign Messi. Other than their 500 or 1 billion debt, I don't know, 15 billion, something like that. I don't know. Uh, but um, it's it's actually like crazy that you see PSG following no rules whatsoever with financial fair play. And then you see this, like it's, it's they can't, they, you know, they still can't, Barcelona still can't register Sergio Aguero, Memphis Depay, um, Eric Garcia or any of their new signings. They still can't register them. It, it's because they still have to, even after letting go of Messi, they still have to like uh, let go of a lot of wage bill. And um this is a sinking ship if I've ever seen one. It's a sinking ship if I've ever seen one. I, it, what happens? Like, what do you think La Liga is just dead now? Like, what do you think happens? What, what do you all? I don't know if I'd go that far, but I mean, I'm thinking, right? If Barcelona and Madrid are in this position where, like, you know, the financial structure is screwing them over this much. They're just their only move is now to push for a super league at this point, and so I, I mean, Tebos is trying to you know get, like reward the investors in this situation, which I think you know keeping a stricter financial structure on your league isn't necessarily a bad thing if it's to benefit lower league teams, but this mm-hmm. is only in the interest of like the La Liga board. So I don't know. I think like I don't, I don't see the proper conclusion to this anytime soon. What's the leverage, though, that Madrid and Barcelona have now to form a Super League, though? Because, like, if they had Messi, that's a big thing, right? They had Messi yeah. regardless. Messi, props to him, he went to the only team 
that could afford him that is not in the Super League, like, well done. And it basically destroyed the whole idea, right? Yeah, I mean, Messi's gone, Ronaldo's in Juventus. Juventus has been, I guess, they have been still pushing for this, right? Yeah, I'm like not sure. the only three clubs that have been pushed, like, still, add, like, not have, they haven't backed out yet are Juventus, Barca, and Real, so... Yeah, and so, can I just say I saw the preseason friendly between Barcelona and Juventus. Juventus is terrible. Yeah. Juventus is terrible. I don't know if they'll. I think they might lose the title again. They, they'll probably lose the league again. And I don't see if they don't improve quickly. I don't see them going very far in the uh, Champions League either. It's it's actually crazy how poor they were in that day. Like they lost three 0 against a Barcelona team that. Let's be honest, isn't great either. Like, and I mean, again, it's a preseason friendly, right? And you never really judge a team, yeah. but you you see like, you see what's happening there, and I don't see anything happening there. Like, like if I see, let's say Arsenal versus Spurs, I saw that game, and I could see yeah. that Arsenal has improved. Arsenal, the team, you can see they have improved as a team, and I wouldn't be surprised if Arsenal ends up finishing top six this season. Like, I feel like they all they're lacking right now is. A lot of things, right? But, but things. they are improving. Like I can see positive signs there, you know. Whereas with yeah. Juventus, it was a it was going downhill. That's it. Like even Spurs, Spurs was against Arsenal was terrible. Even the other preseason friendly games, I just not convinced with Spurs. I feel like Spurs is like I like Nuno Espirito Santos, but. I still think he's a mid-table manager. I don't think he's a yeah. he's a top six manager. I just don't feel like it. So, um, I mean, yeah, I feel like Juventus, Barcelona, Real Madrid—they are not even the top five clubs in the world right now. So, if you see it based on like potential to win, if that makes sense. So it's really I, frustrating to see the last kind of I guess somewhat fan-owned clubs in the world being kind of like put in the situation. Mm. But it is down to the like nothing like Barcelona, Madrid, even Juventus. I, I don't need actually. I don't know what happened to Juventus. But why? How, what happened to Juventus? What do you all think? Like what is the mistake? Like because see, Barcelona was Bartomeu. Uh, Madrid was poor investments, right? They couldn't replace Ronaldo. What happened to Juventus? I mean, they really stretched themselves thin with signing Ronaldo. I think whoever. I mean, whoever's representing Juventus in the situation, whoever's representing Ronaldo, who was it? I think, was it Mino Raiola or Jorge Mendes? One of those two. Mendes. They, one, took a massive pay cut from this deal. Same reason DeLitt went to Juventus, right? And I think that Juventus just pretty much conned them into the situation where their wage structure has been kind of screwed and they had no capacity for this. Yet they convinced that, like, convinced, I guess, Ronaldo and, like, the fans that this is a very, like, you know, stable move for him. Well, what I don't even feel like, because I don't think they have a bad team, right? I feel like they just made two bad or three bad managerial decisions in a row. Ronaldo came in to play for Allegri. That doesn't work, right? Different styles. They sacked yeah. him to bring in Sadi. That's not, that wasn't going to work. They yeah. sacked Sadi to bring in Pirlo. What the hell are you guys doing, right? Because then you're bringing in new talent every season that fits a different playing style. And Pirlo's playing style isn't Allegri's. And now he's back for round two with Ronaldo that I don't understand again. But, like, I don't know. 
I don't, and I don't even think the sad part is that the Italian league is getting worse again, right? Because Inter has all this all this debt. Lukaku might leave. He is leaving. He's in. He, he's a bank. He's owner. gone. Yeah. So like, it's so sad. We had a resurgence for a year, but now it's gone. Even Lautaro uh, is apparently very close to leaving. Uh, he's agreed personal terms with uh, Arsenal and uh, either Arsenal or Spurs, one of them. With Arsenal? Really? One of, one, 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 one. He, he's agreed personal terms. At least he's been given per- offers for personal terms by Arsenal or Spurs, one of them. Both of them are trying to get Lautaro, apparently. If he goes to Arsenal, that would be so cool. But here's what I'm thinking though, right? How much power do Premier League clubs have? Yeah. Like if you see Aston Villa getting Leon Bailey is huge. It's genuinely huge because Leon Bailey was at one point, like let's say three years ago, Leon Bailey was one of the like most sought after left wingers mm-hmm. in the world, right? His, yeah. his dribbling ability was like, people are rating him to be the next because uh, he was in Bundesliga. So people are like, oh, he could be the replacement for either Frank Ribery or Robin. Right, and if 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 Aston Villa have managed to get a player of that level while being a mid-table club in the Premier League, wow! I, I don't know. Yeah, money talks. The Premier League is becoming too powerful. It's crazy. Like, yeah. soon, soon it'll be like Premier League and like then top four leagues. It won't be the top five leagues anymore. I genuinely feel like that. Because like, let's say Haaland also. So, just, so what then? What's left? Just England versus Qatar at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, so Arthur, you look yeah. kind of disappointed after you looked up the Lautaro. Yeah, okay. I saw nothing about that rumor. Just saying. Um, but I saw it. Wait, let me see. Was it Spurs or? Austin? I mean, it's one of the. Ways. There's no way. We just we're not there. We don't <laughs> have that kind of money. Yeah, of all the Premier League teams that are always like. You know, having these spending boosts, signing crazy players. Oh, no, no, sorry. Why are we not one of them? It was Tottenham. My bad. Uh, so, Lautaro Martinez, Tottenham willing to pay 60 million pounds for Inter Milan and Argentine striker. 60 million? That's it? That's pretty yeah. cheap. Yeah. Has already said that he will bring to... No, apparently uh, Arsenal are apparently ready to triple that wage. Wow. Whatever, whatever time I'm paying for him, but no way, we're not. That has to just be some kind of like rumor. Arsenal are yet to make into a formal offer. No way. Hmm. But but do y'all really need a striker? Like, do y'all really need a striker? Does Arsenal need a striker? No, we don't. Y'all, y'all we really need- don't. A bombing, a bombing is still very u- useful at the situation. Uh, at this point, like I know we had a bad season last year, but is it's not our biggest thing. I think I don't know. I don't know what we need. I want to say midfield, but I feel like we've made a lot of signings there. Yeah, I think... Um, wait, who already signed in midfield? Uh, we got some... What was it? Someone named... Like, some Kunde. forgot his name? But I forgot his actual... Yeah, no, like, I know. I saw, him, I saw him play. He has like... No, but in the past couple years, it's like, like, in the past couple years, it's been Odegaard, uh, Danny Ceballos. Like, I feel like we've added... A, a Thomas Partey. I feel like we've added a lot to our midfield. We signed all the wrong players, but we've been adding a lot and trying to like allocating a lot to our midfield at this point. And like, we have Neil Smith Rowe coming in. We have Bakayo Saka. I'm not too actively concerned about the midfield. Wait, uh, Odegaard is coming for sure. I think they still have to discuss his like renewal. 
ஒருத்தர்ஸ்ட்ரெஸ் What's the what's a realistic expectation for Arsenal this season? Top 6 is realistic. Because Man City, Chelsea, Man U, Man hey U is a top 4 team. Man City, Chelsea, Man U, Liverpool. That's going to be tough to beat. Past that, what's the competition, right? Leicester, West Ham, um Tottenham. Yeah. So, at that point Arsenal can kind of sneak into that spot. They're not as good as the top four. I think it's very, very distinct. But I think this is their year to prove that they're still a big club. And if they can make the top six, that'd be, like, at least respectable. At least be back in Europe, right? Have some, like, increase your transfer budget. Yeah. Top six happening. I do think it's going to be hard, though. And if Arteta doesn't start off well, he's probably getting sacked, right? But I don't know if... Okay. Yes, we should... probably fire him at some point if he's underperforming but i feel like another managerial change is just not the smartest thing right yeah what will it do for us let's have bring in who do you bring what? in yeah who do we bring in who's coming pirlo i think we just need to give sorry <laughs> pirlo zidane yeah yeah i don't know there's really no game plan there i think If you're going to sack him, sack him now, bring in a proper replacement, give them time to, like, dictate the offseason, even though it's pretty much, like, over at this point. I don't know. You can't just fire him now right when they're, like, about to gear up for the season. Yeah. Or you fire him mid-season and then what? End up just, like, sinking fur- further down the table? I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like if you sack someone, I really don't like the idea of, like, unless it's he's doing, like, managing terribly, I just not a big fan of sacking someone mid season because the thing is you don't like even if the new manager comes in like what's going to change you know like sure if the, sometimes you get those like sudden sparks of you know like those like how Oli had that thing when Mourinho got sacked he went like some 11 games unbeaten i mean that happens yeah. but it doesn't say anything it doesn't do anything like the club i don't know like i'm just not a big fan of mid season sacking like sack them in i agree give them a good preseason and then see how they are you know um and yeah if you're going to sack them sack them in like june july right don't do it yeah. mid august at this point yeah, yeah i agree i agree oh uh, wait so um it, like, who do you think is going to get sacked like premier league is probably a better forte of knowledge but out of the premier league clubs at least the top ones who do you think like get sacked first please bets um Okay, so obviously not Chelsea, Liverpool, or uh, Man City. Out of the way. Tottenham is in the race for that, but I don't think the second was so early. Yeah, they um, won't. No, they won't. They, they've never been that type. Yeah. Um, let me think. I don't think Ole gets sacked, right? Yeah. They I seem think. to be backing him. It's um, only if uh, it's like severely underperforms, but I think if he keep, yeah. maintains this like upward track, he'll be fine. Yeah. He's been doing the right things as of late. I think um 
it's probably one of the lower clubs but i wouldn't be surprised if patrick vieira gets sacked from crystal palace oh yeah patrick vieira yeah. doesn't have a very good record when it comes to like management because he doesn't have his own like style yet you know how like allegri we know what his style is we know mourinho we know pep we know yeah. every manager has vieira is still finding what his style is he doesn't know that and that is not good for a club like he can't experiment with a club that's going to probably be battling relegation right you can't really be experimenting much there you need to be sure about what you want to do because and i think that might result in patrick vieira's uh, like uh, sacking because i don't even think he's a good manager from what i've seen at least or what i've heard and read and plus i feel like watford watford just likes sacking i just like i've realized one thing they just love sacking people like i what i think they were the first one to sack when watford's uh, last season in the premier league right they sacked like three managers i think that season oh. or two managers they had three manager either they sacked three managers but any regardless like neither is good so i wouldn't be surprised if watford just go ahead and because i think they're getting relegated i i just don't see this watford team doing anything it's worse than the watford team that went down last time so i mean <laughs> so is norwich even norwich is worse than the one that went down last time so i think both of them are getting knocked back out knocked back down it's um brentford is probably the only good like team that's come up and i think brentford's going to beat arsenal on the weekend yeah <laughs> yeah i wouldn't even be shocked at this point we lost to i don't even know hibernian <laughs> something in scotland and we lost to tottenham which is another some lower league team i don't really know so i don't know like we're not on the right tra- we're not headed on the best track but it's preseason who knows yeah preseason now yeah. it's fine yeah how is we'll see what happens how is san paulo doing how's the i oh. i saw this quote about matt damon recently you answer my question then i'll tell you i saw it too yeah okay so we we drew tonight we were playing palmeiras in the quarterfinals of the libertadores right yeah well it's fine first leg that's okay the thing is um, we have, I think, eight players in the medical department, and we've had eight players in the medical department for like four months now. Oh, wow. So every time someone gets back, someone gets injured, and we can't play our starting eleven. We haven't played our starting eleven for three months. Oh my god! Jeez. Yeah. So not great, but like we're figuring it out. It's okay. Yeah, that's pain. I I injuries really uh, oh I'm going to miss watching Rashford injuries oh by the way Sergio Aguero uh, wants to leave Barcelona apparently <laughs> right yeah uh, understandably right yeah. <laughs> but he got injured yeah. anyway so he's not going to play he'll probably just get paid to sit on the hospital bed you ever have, like a friend invite you to like some get together or party or something and then you get there and you can't find them <laughs> yeah. like, they, they're like, oh, I'm somewhere else now. Can you come here? Yeah. That's exactly what Sergio Aguero has to be feeling. 100%. No, 100%. I feel bad. I, I just, I don't he know. He might as well just, PSG can probably write one more contract. He can't be that expensive at this point. Yeah. Uh, he'll probably come as well. like 10 bucks. I don't know. I just. Yeah, right? He doesn't care. He's got enough money. And he knows he's going to be injured half the time, so. Oh, yeah. No, I think he knows. I think a soccer player, any like... I know like they prioritize their finances first and foremost, right? Because any new contract, it's like, oh, now I have a new yacht, I have a new house, whatever, right? Like it's all it's all just property, it's all just assets to them. So I get why they would prioritize that. However, 
I think at this point he's done more than enough. He might as well just win a Champions League. I, if I was him, I'd honestly sign for like just like a minimum wage, just contract. Yeah, yeah. I really would just live off endorsement deals alone. Anyway, it's fine. Yeah, go to the Eiffel Tower every day. At a certain point, your personal happiness has to come into the picture. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah, Shish mentioned at the start that the Premier League. Uh, record signing, whatever the amount got broken twice, right? Yeah. Jack Grealish, Jadon Sancho. Who's gonna do better this season? Okay, this season I'm gonna give it to. Well, okay, I think Jadon Sancho, Sancho might have better stats, possibly. I just think that's the kind of player he is. He, but I think Jack Grealish will look like the more useful player, mm-hmm. the more I... necessary player. I disagree. I feel like um, I feel like I think Jaden Sancho is gonna have. I think he's because he's improving the position that he's gonna be playing. So the right wing, he's gonna be improving that so much that no one's ever really seen a right winger play in the right wing for Manchester United in like the last five years, right? A good right winger, like sure Marta played, but he's old, right? So yeah. I think I think. Uh, the the purely the fact and I like you said I think his stats are surely gonna be better because he's just that kind of player. I feel like uh, when it comes to like creating chances, if you think about it, last season most of the chances came from either Luke Shaw for some reason or uh, Bruno. Right. The thing is, one thing we forgotten is that Bruno's primary skill was never playmaking. His primary skill was always goal scoring. Right. He used to make those late run in the boxes that like Frank Lampard was known for. Right, and he should score a lot of goals, and he scores a lot of penalties. Jaden Sancho is a playmaker, and he can win a lot of penalties. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think Jaden Sancho is gonna improve the players around him a lot more because now we don't know, like the players like earlier Greenwood used to like tuck into his inside forward. He was never a winger when he played on right wing, so he used to again be a goal scoring threat. So Bruno was Bruno and maybe Fred McTominay or maybe once in a while Pogba whenever he decided to turn up. Uh, they used to. I feel like now because Jaden is adding that um, additional threat from act- as an actual winger. I feel like Grealish. There are players like Grealish at uh, City already. I think Grealish is not going to be that. And another question is like how many minutes compared to Sancho is Grealish going to get right? Uh, I think that's one thing because I'm not saying Grealish is not a better player. I I feel like at this point in time, Grealish is the better player than Sancho. I just think Grealish is also in a team that can field two different starting 11s and still win the Premier League. Right? Yeah. I, I think uh, it's uh, that's purely the reason why I think Sancho, I think Sancho also wins the young player of the season award. I think he has oh. the ability for it. I, I think he and he probably can because he will be a main like starter. Right? I don't I don't see him getting dropped. I don't see him or uh, uh, Bruno get. I, I think him, Bruno, Maguire. I think a full backline, a back four. Maybe Juan Bissaka if he has a like bad spell. I can see Dalo coming in, but I think I just I feel like Sancho is gonna be a huge part, and I I, I feel like he's not one of those guys that we are also overestimating. Right? I don't think we're exaggerating his ability or anything. Like I remember, yeah. like Memphis was still exaggerated. Like I'm not saying he was not a good player, but he came into the Premier League when he still wasn't ready. I think Sancho is. I think Sancho really is ready for the highest level. See, I agree with you. I'm a little scared though, because like Pep has never spent this much money on a player. 
So what does he see in Jack Grealish that made him want to spend that much money on him? 140 million? Dude, that's insane. That's almost like yeah. money, right? You say he can field a different starting eleven, which is true, but I think Pep for sure sees a specific ability with Jack Grealish. Not a specific ability, but uh, I don't know, a specific trait that he thinks is the edge to win the Champions League. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be an obviously instant starter, right? He's going to be a pretty primary focus of their team. You can't just you don't even though you're Man City, you still don't, yeah, yeah. Even if it's Man City, you don't pay him one forty mil. They know if they're, they're signing a. You know, just in addition, they can spend they can spend significantly lower. I don't know. I think I think Jack Grealish will be better this year. I think Pep has just like I think whatever plans he has for him will. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Jack Grealish is also versatile as hell. Like he can play the eight, yeah, he can yeah. play the ten, he can play both wings, and he can play a false nine. And that's an that's something Pep loves, right? A versatile player. So that's another that's another thing that he is better than. Sancho can only play. He can't play anything. Not to say that, not to imply that Aston Villa isn't like a good team. They're a great roster, and they have an offense that does definitely emphasize Jack Grealish's ability. At the same time, though, we have never seen him with a elite supporting cast, let alone a supporting cast like this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I mean, I, I feel like Jack Grealish, both of them, but the Premier League record, record fee, it's going to get broken again. Uh, by a certain man that Fran loves, Romelo Lukaku, right? Yeah. 115 million pounds. I think that's like what, 150 million dollars? I don't know. Like, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But okay, now if you put Lukaku into this picture, compare him to the two other signings, which signing is gonna, well, go ahead. Who do you think? Do you think Lukaku is gonna have a better season than Bolta? Yeah. Dude, Chelsea had everything. Besides a capable attacker, right? Yeah. Because Bernard... Yeah. Ben Warner, like, in front of the net. Right. Dude, Lukaku is going to play on that team. Can you imagine this? And they're all those players are all only getting better. Tuchel now is like, even more time to adjust to them. I don't know. I will say this, right? Maybe not the, you know, most... Im- I don't know how to put it. Most, you know, MVP signing kind of thing of this of the situation, but Lukaku is definitely winning the gold boot, right? Yeah, I think so. I think unless, it's just a shoe in. Yeah, unless Kane ends up on Man City for some odd reason. If that happens, then yeah, the game is dead. <laughs> honest, no, but I feel like I've seen no news like in the last week since Kane not turning up to the uh, training ground. I've seen no news that's like showing progress on the transfer front of uh, this guy. So I don't think. Why, do you, going, to be honest, so. why does he have to leave to Man City? Is there not another team he can try to angle and move to? Well, Man United can't swing it, right? We don't have the no. money. We don't have the money. Chelsea's yeah. going to spend it on Lukaku. PSG aren't going to buy a game too, right? I hope. <laughs> Plus, I, I feel like Kane is actually quite a risky investment. Like, if you're comparing him to someone like Haaland or Lukaku, right? Sure, Kane probably has a more all-round ability. Fair enough. But he's also, like, more injury-prone, right? Okay, yeah. Haaland is a machine. The man never gets injured. Apparently, Haaland was Chelsea's first choice. But he uh, just... Dortmund just weren't willing to sell him. Because they sold Sancho. They won't sell both the star players in the same, like, window. So, yeah. um, 
I Lukaku is a tank. That man's I, I just he he people around him get injured when they try to injure him. So it just <laughs> I I feel like it's just so much like because you can get you are hundred percent guaranteed to get your value. Bro, Holland scored a hat trick in his first game. Oh my god, my dad's screaming at someone. <laughs> uh, Lukaku got a uh, Holland got a hat trick on his first like game back in the preseason. Like. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I think Holland United need to go for Holland next uh, transfer window. I really hope so. Because really so. I would, yeah, I would hate to come onto this podcast if that happened. I'd, be, I'd just be done. I think. Oh my god, I could, I could not hear it. Okay, let's do some uh, predictions. We're terrible at predictions, but you know what? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> What did, uh, if you guys can remember, what what have we landed correctly? I think one of you all once said two one for some game, and we landed that correctly in one of the Champions League things. I think Archit wasn't you or Pran was. Really. I feel like Archit actually has a lot of games that he landed. Right. Yeah, he's done well. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. you've done quite a you, you've done quite quite well with quite. A Admittedly, game. there's a lot of games where I'll be like, yeah, one one. <laughs> I have like, What happened? <laughs> <laughs> My brother just knocked on the door and he came in and he was in his towel because he just took a shower. <laughs> oh my God. I just like looked to the back as well. It was out of nowhere. No. Um, so for predictions, uh, let's just. Okay, let's predict. Hmm. Uh, let's go easy. Legan, who's winning? I Must think say. Leon. I think Leon. Leon has a chance of coming third, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe they get like thirty points less than PSG. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna write these down because I want to see how these. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what we should do? Let's do like a one v one v one FPL. Do you all do FPL? Or is it too much work? <laughs> oh, I do have. And you, you see, you know, I do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. I think I'm on the team as well because I think you automatically get added to the sports, the Spectrum League thing. What? Hello? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. What? <laughs> what uh, Brian, do you do FPL? Uh, what? Fantasy Premier League. Oh, no, I don't. Should I? I mean, it's... it's you it's like honest. it, I think. Wait, I'll show you my team. Let me open my team. Give me a second. Keep, keep predictions on. Keep predictions on. Let me open my team. And I, I, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm finding mine too. But first, Ligon, obviously. We got it. Yeah. Um, La Liga Siri, would be interesting uh, though. I think La Liga is a very interesting uh, thing to call. Um, for me, it depends on whether Barcelona can register the news. It depends on whether Barcelona can register Memphis. I think if Memphis is like finalized to join and the rest of the team is the same, I do think Barcelona has the edge. Um, uh, I really do hate to say this, but I'm going to have to give the edge to Atletico. Yeah, Yeah. I I think Real is third. I think right as things stand, Real is third probably. Uh, Especially considering how they let go of Ramos and Varane in the same transfer window. That is some of the most stupid like like and they yeah. haven't really made a good signing. What's the what signings have they made? Absolutely nothing. They've just it's only been losses this offseason for them. Exactly, right? So 
And like, people I mean, have been talking, people have talked a lot about Barcelona's shortcomings this summer, understandably, but nothing has happened with Real Madrid. Exactly, right? I think something is better than nothing, and at least Barcelona did something this transfer, you know. I, but I think like Atletico might get another one, right? Uh, this again depends on whether or not Saul stays. So if Saul doesn't stay, the midfield really gets much weaker. Um, mm. But I think La Liga would be a very interesting but low quality title race. It, it oh, won't. Yeah. It'll be a yeah. very low quality title race. Um, I want to say Sociedad has a shot just to make a run at least. Make a run. I think they have a talented roster. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think they can make a run, but I don't see them winning it though. Like, I think they, they can. I think this is their year to try. Yeah, well, I think this is so your I don't know, I, any like top Sevilla or uh, Sociedad or Athletic, any of the top like a bigger, uh, bigger uh, than rest uh, club in Spanish league. This is their season. They have to try to win it in this season because after this. So season, I decided. Yeah. Yeah. I decided to take a look at Real Madrid's transfer like just history of the summer. So obviously managerial change. Uh, Zidane and Ancelotti. Uh, Bron's gone. Ramos and Brahim Diaz are gone. Great. Um, for arrivals, we have David Alaba, uh, Takafusa Kubo, who's a, just a young wonder kid he, kind of type. He just came back. Right? He was already part of. Yeah, but I think he might still be. They might just put him back on loan, let him develop. Yeah. Um, from there, Martin Odegaard. I think they're still open to selling him or like letting Arsenal like make a move to try to retain him. Uh, Jesus Vallejo came back, but they're, again, lo- going to loan him again. Ceballos, they're trying to sell, even though he came back from loan. So the only person who was coming back to, or coming to Real Madrid, the only technical acquisition is the man himself. Yeah, so <laughs> Madrid's only, uh, I also think of the jump cut from there to me just coming down like this is hilarious. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Madrid's only acquisition technically is Gareth Bale this summer and David Alba. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, Madrid is stuck in 2014, is what I'm understanding. And so is Barcelona. They have Dupai, Aguero. David Alba? <laughs> Gareth Bale. Um, uh, Bale. I was going to say Gale. Why was I going to say Gale? Never mind. Gareth Bale. Oh, shit. It makes sense. Never mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, I think Madrid is just sad. I, I think they're really yeah. hoping that Eden Hazard doesn't get injured and comes home not fat. Like, I think, like, you, I, you I, can't I, rely on that. Yeah. yeah. Two, like, most talented wingers are made of glass at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Marco Asensio, Gareth Bale, and then Aiden Hazard. Wow. This oh. team is Vinicius, Tony Cruz, and Kareem Benzema and Casemiro. Casemiro. Bro, Vinicius versus Usman Dembele. That's what the El Clasico has come down to. Yeah. Or Benzema oh, just versus, by the way, congratulations versus youth squad. Uh, on winning the Olympic gold, by the way. Congratulations. Sorry? Fran, congrats. Brazil oh, won yeah. the Olympic gold. <laughs> Yay. While we're at it, Olympic gold for basketball, as always. Listen, if y'all don't win the Olympic gold, it's sad. Like, like no one yeah, cares about winning the Olympic gold in uh, basketball. Like, y'all should be winning it. Anyway. I, I know, I know. Like, <laughs> Here's the thing, even, even better, though. If we're talking Olympics, Evan, Evan Fournier to the Knicks, a.k.a. the best FIBA player of all time. So, I'll take it. Yeah. And Kemba Walker, too. But anyway, so, um, 
Back to where we were. But India won a gold medal also, by the way. I want to say, yeah. Shout out to Neeraj Chopra. Neeraj Chopra. For 13 years, first ever gold medal in uh, track and field in 13 years. No, first ever gold medal ever. Okay, I don't know, man. No. There's no way we have zero gold medals in Olympics history. No, no, no. In track and field. So in track and field, we never have gold. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, uh, have you seen the movie Bhag, Bhag Mil Ka Bhag? I have. Phenomenal movie. Because missed out by like 0.1%, 0.1 second. Uh, and P.T. Usha, do you know who P.T. Usha is? I have I know. Uh, she, she's basically a female Milka Singh. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, we've come close but never like won it. It's crazy. Yeah, I But yeah, anyway. The Bhag Mil Ka Bhag, it makes me extremely sad when I watch that. Yeah, it really does. But anyway, so football. Um, I mean, La Liga. Kareem Benzema is has put in work this summer or this season for sure. Yeah. I, okay. Who do you who do you think wins though? If you had to predict one, who do you who do you go for? Atletico. I'd say. I'd say, I, I'd say Barca. For some reason, I feel like Barca is gonna like something's gonna happen. I'll tell you why. Okay. I really love Pedri as well. That kid has played more games. In one season, then Neymar has ever played for PSG. Now imagine that's just—it's crazy. It's he's played what seventy-five games this season. Seventy-five games. Yeah. yeah, no. He also um, what happened with the uh, Barca practice squad is I think they recommended that he didn't. Not that he not play at the Euros, but I forgot what it was. There's some just issue with him, Olympics like Olympics as well. Olympics. They were like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that after the Euros as well. We need you healthy. And then he decided to play, and then he immediately checked back into training. He's like. Just to make the statement that, like, yeah, I'm ready to work again. Like, no, don't worry, I'm not missing any time off. This this has to be child labor. Like, come on. No, honestly, Barca needs to stop them. They need to stop the man for his own good. They need to just sit yeah. him down, let him like cool off, ice his legs for a couple Give weeks. Give him a month, you know. Like, just tell him to relax. He's 18. Yeah. He's 18. They have more than enough time to t- like capitalize on his like ability. They don't need him right now. They should really give him rest. I just don't understand. It's crazy. But yeah, he's nice, but... Athletic and that, Yeah, I understand. That's one thing that actually makes me happy about Boris. I really do like watching better. Yeah. Um, so, okay, while Liga settled, I want to say Juve, but like, dude... No, I don't think... It's really tough. The thing is, Allegri is a serial winner at the end, right? Like, he, he yeah. finds ways to win. That's what Allegri is known for. So I wouldn't be surprised if Juve wins it, but just to be out of the box, AC Milan. I don't. I, I don't, don't know, man. As much this year. They haven't really. See, they were very good last year, right? They haven't had any big people go other than Donnarumma, right? But um, I know, but they, see, they have. They still have good players like Tonali. They have. Uh, Bastoni, no, but Bastoni is winter. They have Theo yeah. Hernandez. They have uh, that Leo, 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 something like that his name is. They have, Leo. they have good players. They have Suso. They have with Suso still there, right? Yeah. Brian Diaz is coming back to them. Yeah. Yeah. I think they have a. I st- think it's because the quality of these leagues is like not that great. Like Inter lost Lukaku, right? Inter lost Hakimi, correct? They lost two very important players. Oh, the so key thing with the AC Milan, yeah. I, key I thing with AC Milan, by the way, is they're losing Kalinoglu. Oh, oh, which is okay, a okay. massive. To Inter, right? Yeah, massive hit to their team. Where is he going? 
Inter. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Also, not that it matters, but Laxalt's gone, who's been there for like 30 years. Oh, um, nice. I know. Donnarumma's... <laughs> it's just... I don't know. Donnarumma's gone, obviously. I don't know. Okay, I'll be <laughs> and kidding. like Juve has so Bonucci and Chiellini are going to be playing out of their minds right yeah yeah. If they're gearing up for the World Cup after winning the Euros Chiesa is going to be great I don't yeah. think Ronaldo is going to let up especially now that like there's pressure on him to win I yeah Allegri <laughs> Allegri is good man Ronaldo's doing P90X right now like this is this season's going to be ridiculous yeah See, in that one game, the only good thing like good about the entire game was Ronaldo to me. I think he looked in good shape, good form, good like touch. He seemed decent. Like, um, and jokes aside, I think Morata is still a very good striker. He is. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's see. Look at the other strikers. He's not. He right shouldn't now. be a key Who factor else? in this argument, but he is a good player. You can't discount him. Like, I now that I think about it, like there aren't many good strikers in Serie A left. Like. Yeah. There were like a year ago. There were so many, and they just like one year got snapped away. It's crazy. I don't know. They were actually they had a phenomenal striker like Rasha last year. Out of the box pick. What about what about Jose Mourinho's Roma? Nah, Jack was going. Eden Jack was leaving for uh, uh for. Inter- I think that's a manageable loss. I don't think that's. I don't know. I'll kill them. I don't. I wouldn't pick them because Jose Mourinho is gonna have a very fucking hectic year. Sorry, very hectic year. So I don't know. I don't see them winning, but I think they'll definitely finish a lot higher than we expect. Same. I think this is gonna be a roller coaster year with that team, though. That's all I know. Yeah. Um. Okay, but I don't think so. I just I think it's Juventus. Now that I think about I think it. Too. Um. In Bundesliga, it's Bayern. Let's just move on. Uh, yep. So and I, this is so annoying. Why are predictions so easy? This this is not. Doctor's gotten so predictable, man. I just hope something like Leicester happens. Man. Just like some random team beats PSG against all odds. Like I don't know. The sport definitely needs like a reset. I feel like. I mean, everyone loves breast, right? In fairness, what? like um, Marseille did get better. Like a lot better. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love breast. Breast. The team breast. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Um, no, we're just dying because I like stop for a second. So, like. <laughs> All right, Ephiel, we do. We 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 gotta do better than this. We can do better than laughing at this issue. We're 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 growing up. <laughs> we're entering our twenties. Uh, the family. Liverpool, anyone? Liverpool. Wait, can I say before we instead of predicting one winner, I think we have a little more familiarity here. I say I'm gonna write down one, like one, two, three, four, five, six. For like one set for each of us, and see who ends up being the most correct. All right, that's good. That's good. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Okay, and I'm just gonna give you two seconds. I probably shouldn't do this on my notes app, but you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go for a wild prediction. Because you know what? Why not? 
I mean, so, go for it, man. Norwich City win the title. <laughs> Newcastle second. <laughs> Southampton third. <laughs> the men. All right, Yashish. Okay, all realistically, I think um, if I'm see, I I know City is the favorite, right? City, you you predict City, but I don't want to. I want to predict Chelsea. If they are Lukaku, I'll predict Chelsea. Um, you know what? Fair enough. Because it's prediction, right? So I'm predicting. If I had to bet on someone, I would bet on City. But if I'm predicting, I think I predict Chelsea. Um, when? Because uh, because it's a risky prediction, right? It's not a it's not like the favorite. I think second City. I'm thinking we go like one 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 two two two. Okay, right. yeah, fine, fine. what do you think, friend? I want to say the same thing. If they have Lukaku, I think Chelsea wins. But if they have Lukaku, if not, no, it's it's it's, it's, it's signed. It's done. He's yeah, because I think Fabrizio Romano said here we go. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a confirmed. I'm yeah. gonna say Chelsea as well. Man. All, All right. right, so. Okay, let me just write Arsenal and move on. Um, no. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I'm just going to say City. Just to be a contrarian and also to be obviously right. Yeah. Somehow being a contrarian and being a very conformist at the same time, I'm going to pick City. This is how we yes. always on our predictions, Yashish. We always want to say something from our hearts. And Archie just uses his head. and <laughs> Yeah, I don't even think I play it too safe. I just, you know... I just kind of take the take the givens, you know. Yeah, it's fine. You know what? We're just we got Fair enough. Oh, by the way, Archie, yeah. I'm watching um the Arsenal versus Brentford game. Uh, you know, uh, troops, right? Yeah, I do. He's keeping a watch along on 35th Street at some bar. I'm gonna go for that. I mean, if you want to come, keeping and a watch along. Huh? What do you mean, like keeping a watch along? I mean, he's gonna be there watching, so he's invited. Like, he's called, "Oh, come to the bar, guys." He's like, put it on his story. So I'm going. Where is he? Uh, he's in New York. So 35th Street. No, like, well, where, like what? What day? Uh, Friday, 1 p.m. The matches are 1 p.m. So I'm planning to go like on Friday at 12. I'll grab something to eat, sit over there, alone, and then like. Uh, we have a meeting at 1:30, but I also think I have the. I definitely have the ability to work around it. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely consider that because that sounds like good, like a yeah, very yeah, fun time. I'll message you on Thursday. I'll use my US. But yeah, yeah, let me know. All right. Anyways, so number second place. Second place. City. I mean, yeah. I'd be there. City. City. Brand, can I pencil you in as a city? Yeah. And I'll say, I'll say Chelsea, but honestly. I don't see why I don't see Menu and Liverpool necessarily being out of the running here. Chelsea are a great team. I think Chelsea are a great team. Is actually going to be very close. I think the top four is going to be very close. I'm not going to go for the hot taking thing here, but like Chelsea, they are a great team, but they won the Champions League, which is a knockout stage thing, right? They perform well in small moments. Do they have it in them to perform the entire season? Thirty-eight games. I don't think so. I think I think one of the problems with Chelsea, uh, the reason why. If I were to bet, I wouldn't bet on Chelsea. Is because, I mean, I think I'm more likely to lose my money with Chelsea than with City, right? Because Chelsea problem is that Chelsea last season also. The thing is, this this season difference is Lukaku, of course. Uh, but the, the thing is, they they tend to lose those games that are easy to win. 
like once or twice not many they won't lose everyone but they lose like one or two of those games that are very and they i feel like that probably could be the reason why they don't finish like you know as high as people might want expect as a team on paper should but i i'm i'm still going to go with chelsea i don't see it doing uh, so my thing is i okay i'm going to say chelsea but i really have a strong argument in my head for why man you could do this yeah I mean Man U did go really, unbeaten away from Man U did go unbeaten away from home last season the entire season which is not like easy like it's not a like it's I think that stat is very slept on like I think that was a huge achievement going we just need to translate home that, form I think Old Trafford that shows that the foundation of the team is like set and in place right like yes. going unbeaten away shows that your team is like your setup is very much strong and working 100% 100% But anyways, uh, I think United finishes third. For me, United is third. Me too. For two, you know what? Two words: Rafa Varane. Yes, dude. Yes. Man United signed Rafa Varane, dude. How this perfect? The perfect center back to pair with Harry Maguire as well. I I completely yeah. agree because of the, Maguire's only problem. His I I genuinely feel like the only thing he's terrible at, right? It's his pace. He has no pace. He can't move quick. and varan one of his best abilities is his pace as a center back so i i think and his tackling ability he can slide tackle you know he can really he really can tackle as well as uh, arun and bisaka like if you see his like games where he makes those oh. last tackles and stuff i genuinely feel like he is okay not, not as good as arun and bisaka but you get my point right? i think he's brilliant okay. he's the best in his position i have place. i have a thought on that because yes arun and bisaka right now is a better tackler than rafael varan But for like five years, Varane was chasing down guys like Lewandowski. Exactly. Like guys, I don't know, like I, like just I right, right Varane, in front of like the box and just cleans it right out. He's his athletic yeah. ability is something else. I think when it comes to like improving the first team, I think Lukaku is like up there. He's the best signing that's improved the first team. But I think Varane is the second improvement. Like I think Varane improves this Manchester United team so much. He really does take us from like people who will kind of finish in the top four to people who will guaranteed finish in top four and could compete for the title. You know, not will but could. You know. No, it just it depends on what version of him we're getting. If he can just continue to like, you know, maintain his composure, not have these like defensive inconsistencies and like bad stretches sometimes, which has only happened in the last year. I would say he's had like one and like a half bad seasons. I mean, I don't know if we're getting if we get anything before that. Sorry. In the Euros, he was pretty decent. I didn't see him do anything wrong, but France, yeah, all was a little like lethargic. Madrid just had a rough setup too. Like they have acknowledged that as well. So, yeah. I'm gonna actually pencil your team in for number two. Oh wait, you're putting us number two. Oh damn, let's go. Thank you. I just think, I don't know. I really hate to do it. I just think the, I think the squad is very much in place, and I just, I I'm curious to see Thomas Tuchel's ability to like maintain this team like. For thirty-eight games, you know. I mean, yeah, the depth. But again, yeah, I think Manu is slightly better depth, in my opinion. I think very slight. I don't think it's a big difference, even if there is one. It is tough to say. They still have Ziyech, Pulisic. Exactly. I think their depth is pretty decent. Well. Isn't that, yeah. United's depth isn't. To be honest, Lingard, I would say now, like even his preseason, he was very good. Lingard is actually a very good option to have on the bench now. I, I, I he, yeah. he's. I'm so happy he's transformed. I'm so happy because to be honest, I've loved Lingard. Like when he was on form, you know that one month, right? I yeah. loved him. 
So now that he's back, I I I'm just happy, you know, because he's a good X factor player to have. He can do things that like he no one would try to. So it's fun. Anyways, yeah. United still still doesn't have a real defensive midfielder. That's the issue. That's why I don't. I feel yeah. like if we have like if we have anyone even at this like at the level of let's say Fabinho, Rodri, or Fernandinho, any one of these guys, right? I I would I would put us up like as first. I would genuinely put us up as first. Why? Because again, bias plus because we actually have the team paper team on paper, right? We do have the team on paper to win yeah. uh, the Premier League. Uh, the problem is, and I think even this team on paper can win the Premier League. The only issue is the other teams around us, right? Um, let's say ten years ago, we did. I don't think we had a team other than the United team itself. The team so good, as good as City, considering depth included, right? So, because that, uh, that's I think that's the reason. Like I think this United team, like the level of quality in this United team is actually very good. Like I think someone like Fergie could actually extract a lot out of this team and win as a title. Yeah. Whereas Oli doesn't. Oh, have wait. Like I think he would, he, he would win a title with this team. Yeah. Would easily, easily win the title with this team. Oli doesn't have that. Well, he's not Fergie, of course. So that. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's a lot to put on the guy. <laughs> yeah, but basically, like that's the that's my thinking. Like this team on paper is actually very good. I I love this team on paper. Also, I don't care. Let people choose uh, PSG in FIFA 22. I'm still choosing United. I'm gonna put Dan James and sweat the hell out of him. <laughs> okay, you do that, and I'm gonna pretty much you know nutmeg and rainbow your entire defense with Neymar. Oh, brother, I'm getting Messi. a PS at my place, so you can come over. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. either me or one of my roommates might be bringing our Xbox up as well. So that's gonna be fun. Perfect. Uh, anyways, um, so so wait, it's uh, Fran. Fran, who's your third? United. Chelsea, City, Chelsea, City, <laughs> City, Man U. Hmm. Third, Man United. Yeah, yeah, Man United. Liverpool fourth for everyone. Or is there anyone different? Yeah. Uh, for me, you know, club is really good at finishing in the spot historically. Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal. No, uh, it's. Let's give Klopp some credit, right? No, I feel, like, uh, the, 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 I feel like uh, when it comes to just the starting eleven, if you just look at the starting eleven, Liverpool has a very good team, right? The thing is, oh, yeah. after the starting eleven, they have nothing, right? They they have like one other guy, Diogo Jota. That's it. But oh. if you're gonna complain about their depth, what depth does Arsenal, Tottenham, Leicester, West Ham, Aston Villa, in comparison to Liverpool, I feel like they're What do they? What do they really have that's going to change? Oh, yeah, but I'm talking about competing for the like top top three, top two. I'm not talk- like I think they have good enough for top four. I don't think they have good enough for top two or top even the highest. Like, yeah. Let's say Salah gets injured, that's a huge hit. Even if Firmino gets injured, that can be replaced. Like I think, but they only have Diego Jota as a good replacement. Like Origi is not a great replacement. Any of the other youngsters aren't that great in replacement. So. That's the only reason why I think they won't be competing for the title again. I just don't see it. I'm also going to quickly just take a look at what their exact transfer history was this year and see if I'm forgetting about anything. I think Harvey Elliott is coming back, which is okay. Bad. He had a very good season. A, that's definitely helpful. Yeah, he he had a very good season in the championship. So he, I think he played for Derby, was it or was that Wilson? Someone. Ibrahim Kanadi is a. Ibrahim Konate is crucial for them. I agree. I agree. I think Konate is going to be a huge improvement as well. Loris Karius is back. Just saying. See, now they can win the title. Like I, I changed my. <laughs> no, but um, 
Yeah, they mainly just lost Wijnaldum, which I think is very, you know, fixable. They, they, they don't have much activity. So, because of that, I think it's just fine. Like, I think the fourth is a very decent. Yeah. Yeah. They've maintained most of the squad nonetheless, which I think is still also, like, a good achievement, which in this crazy of a market, like, with so many teams losing out, I think this is, that's a good thing. Just, you know. For sure. Number five. Or who are we at? To be honest, mm-hmm. I'm debating. I'm thinking it could be Leicester, right? Yeah. Um, or, like I said earlier, apparently Arsenal is also in for James Madison. So That I have seen quite a bit. Let's say, let's oh, say wow. James Madison does come to Arsenal. I think that would give them that one little edge they need to come into the top five. That's a, that's a big if though, right? Because that we're is- rumored to... We are a very hectic club transfer-wise, right? Like- Thomas Party's only last day, like... Yeah, I feel like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. These four positions, eighth, even ninth, I would argue. It's very unpredictable. I, I genuinely feel like that that region, because even Aston Villa could break into it. West Ham could again like do brilliant, but but I don't think they will because with Lingard was a huge role in the second part of the season. With Lingard not there anymore, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big hit. Um, even with that in mind, if we have time, I'm down to try seven, eight, etc. But. We'll see. No, no, no. I, I, that'll be. That's, we should, we should actually do a separate video predict, uh, with a prediction of like, like a short ten-minute video with just like first to all the way down to twentieth. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, if you're so down to do it after now. the podcast itself, we can do it after the podcast itself. Maybe we'll stick for uh, the six, right? Like right here. Yeah. Okay. Number uh, number five. What are we thinking? Can I? New competition here. It's not, I want to raise a scenario, although it's maybe more of a, I don't know, it's an idea. I'm gonna, just going to throw it out there, okay? So, Nuno Espirito Santo at Wolves, he managed Ruben Neves his first season. Ruben Neves was incredible, right? Remember the, the long-range goals and all that. Yeah. Second season, he tried to convert Neves into more of an offensive player rather than a a second, uh, second defensive midfielder, right? That so he didn't play as well in the second season. I feel like, okay, and this is wild speculation. If Spurs could bring in Ruben Neves to play a more offensive role on that team, alongside Dembele and Dombele and Hoiberg, uh, I feel like they'd have a really powerful midfield. Now, they, they're going to lose Harry Kane. That's going to be terrible for them, of course. I don't know. I, f- I feel like there's something there in bringing in Nevis to play alongside those guys, if that's even a possibility, where I could see them doing really well, like fifth in the league. I, I feel like their midfield is never a problem. Um, the reason why I really don't like Spurs at all um, like right now in terms of their uh, potential is because of the defense. Even Alderweireld mm-hmm. is apparently leaving, right? So they have Davinson Sanchez, Eric Dyer, Davinson Sanchez who's error-prone, Eric Dyer who's slow and error-prone and they have, uh, they bought Christian Romero who's probably the only decent option in the back line, right? Good. So, yeah, and Doherty is old and he's lost his like touch, right? But maybe he can find it again, maybe not. Serge Aurier, Error prone as hell, right? Regulon very attacking minded, so he ends up ends up leaving a lot of space behind him, right? So if I think about it, right, their back line 
they can they can concede a lot of goals and to 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 deal with like that i'm guessing uh, uh nuno will play a style that he played at spurs he'll play back back five with two holding midfielders right because that's the only way he would probably be able to deal with it right that would restrict yeah. their ability going forward so even like even if let's say ruben neves comes in he'll be playing as defensive midfield the thing is even with all of this i don't think this defense would still i think this defense is still easy to break down mm. I, it just i think they can concede so many goals and i i don't know i'm just not convinced with the team at all i think 7th is probably a valid aspiration for them like yeah 6th is a good optimistic aspiration but i fifth i think leicester is very well balanced i think leicester is a good well balanced team with ehancho finding his feet right that's a huge plus um yeah. and- i think with also with tanem they just have a very yeah imbalanced roster is the best way to put it their team this struggle to perform like or have the best players performing well at the exact same time right it's often one player clicks and another player clicks it's very rarely that all the starting 11 is like exactly yeah. just rolling for consistent basis and that is something that's just been an issue with this squad it's been a similar group for a long time now been issue with them for a while and i think especially with the new manager who what how much experience is he like i mean with wolves is one thing but tanem is an entirely different like animal to deal with you go from wolf to like a chicken right it's the best comparison for these teams so i think i don't know it's too much it's too much like inconsistency not just a biased like you know slander tanem for no reason I just think they're like they don't have the team for it and it's just a tough situation for a new manager. Also with Harry Kane, you know, he's not causing he's not going to cause any locker room drama but it's a tough situation there too for a new manager to come yeah, in and like no player is, isn't Yeah. When your own captain is He knows like, Harry Kane is not bought into this, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I feel like Harry Kane is I mean Uh, apparently he posted recently that he did not like skip practice he he was supposed to come in on thursday and not on monday so all the news is fake and they, he did come in then later on when he said he was supposed to come in i feel like harry kane is quite a professional player so let's say he does not get transferred he's not going to go like it's not in his best interest to go like oh i'm not going to play football now you know i'm not going to play for it it's not in his yeah. best interest. he will still come out there and try to perform at the best of his ability so that even the next summer or maybe in the jan uh teams are still interested in right so i i feel like but that's the thing i feel like even with harry kane it's still a um still oh, it's just i'm not convinced. i don't think harry kane kind of knows in a way or like in some way that he doesn't need to make amends with tottenham letting the situation deteriorate deteriorate is kind of in somewhat of his interest right because lowers his value and gives a lot more clubs the ability to sign him next year and gives him a lot of a lot more flexibility and angle angling and move out. He knows that not being at 100% won't deter a big club from still approaching him and it can only just, you know, loosen that move. So I don't know. I don't expect the best out of him this year as well and it's going to be a tough job for Nuno for sure. So I mean, they do five. have Lacelso. They do have Lacelso though. Like I think Lacelso in midfield like even if like you said Ruben Neves playing an attacking position, I think Lacelso in that attacking position is quite brilliant. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, he does have a lot of ability. I think I really do like their midfield and forward line. For me, it's just their defense. Like I genuinely yeah. love their midfield. I love Endombele. I love Hoybie. He was so good at the Euros as well. He was really good last season. Their forward line, Lucas Moura was very good pre-season. He's looking very good. I mean, you can't deny Harry Kane's ability. Uh, Son is. You can't, I mean, you can't deny him at this point as well, right? 
Yeah. So so I think there's never a problem anywhere in when it comes to midfield and uh, forward line. It's actually midfield and forward line they're probably competing at the top like with with the likes of United and stuff, right? If you see United's forward line Rashford, Edinson, Cavani, Sancho, right? Uh I think that forward line is probably as good as Son, Harry Kane and whoever plays right wing for them. Bergwijn, I guess. Um but I so I I feel like it's their defense that really really puts them down because Arsenal I still think defensively they are quite they are, they right now they look more stable. I'm not saying they have the better individuals, but I think they're looking more stable right now. Um, yeah. Uh, we have Ben White and Gabriel and Thomas Partey, which is a good kind of spine of players to have. I really do think so. But they'll take time to get adjusted together. It's not going to be an immediate like it is an improved mm-hmm. defense for sure, which I think it definitely beats Tottenham's. But you know, it still needs time to kind of you know, work out. Mm. So, Fran, Fran, you're saying Spurs at six or at five? No, 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 no. I just wanted to throw the idea out there. No, I mean, even then, I don't think it's, I think it's a very fair prediction. It's very fair. That's what I said. I feel like, I, to be honest, I would love it if Spurs is the one that finishes fifth. Because I, Spurs my second, like after, I think I Leicester, Spurs and United are the, because I mean, to be honest, I think I like Spurs because they're never really a threat. And same, like, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I would love to see Spurs in fifth. If I'm being very honest, I would love to see that. Okay. Because uh, I love Nuno as well. I mean, it's not, I don't have anything against him. But and by the way, uh, I mean, can I ask, how should I be pronouncing Nuno? Because there's, I often hear people say like, like for example, Nuno Mendes. Saying people saying like Nuno Mendes, they're kind of shortening it. So, so like, if you wanna do. Portugal Portuguese pronunciation, it would be Nuno Espirito Santo, something like that. But yeah. like um, I say Espirito Santo. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. I just say Nuno. <laughs> I'm just Wait, so you say Nuno or Noon? Oh, Noon. Oh, it's Noon. Noon. Oh, I just okay. say Noon then. All right, cool. Yeah, so I wasn't sure because like I forgot the player Nuno Mendes. I was hearing hear him getting pronounced like that. I'm like, wait. Like, is this just a common thing? I don't know. So, Fran, what is your pick for five? And you choose you as well. Can I ask a question before that? Who's sure. um, who's Everton's new manager? Rafa Benitez. Rafa oh, I just want to reapp- I'd like to reapply my um, my metaphor of you going to your friend's place and him dipping right after. It's very accurate for Hamas and uh, Carlo here as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Hamas. Oh my god, but yeah, I think it's uh, Rafa Benitez. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Oh okay. I'm That's gonna go I'm gonna say Everton finish fifth. Oh shit. Okay, interesting. That's actually very interesting. What did Archer just freeze? I feel like a little bit. Archer, go ahead. Yeah. What What did you just say? You froze. I think you guys are frozen. Oh, we lost. <laughs> I think you guys are frozen and you left. Wow. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, welcome back to the TSU channel. We are uh, waiting for our chat. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's ready. <laughs> Always happens. Our chat's ready. Our chat's ready. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so... um. I think Leicester. For me, Leicester. What about you, Okay, so Leicester and I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some faith in the gang. 
France. Ahmed, oh shit. Okay. The good old ragtag group of you know amateur soccer players. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give the underdogs a little shot here. No, I think I think this is a very proven year for Mikel Arteta. His job's on the line after this point. I'd also do. I also think he's a very intelligent manager. I just think he's very much raw or was raw and kind of unproven to this point. And then like, un- there's a lot of instability that comes out of that. I think if this is a year where he decides to show that he can be a long-term option, then he'll really piece it together. I think I like our, I like our backline tyranny with Ben White, Gabrielle. I like Thomas Partey a lot. I think, I think he's only going to be better, by the way. He's only going to adjust more. Bakai Saka and Mule Smith-Rowe are only getting better. They add playmaking that we didn't have last year. We also didn't take any major losses in the offseason. I just think Swat stayed about the same, only added Ben White. And so, I, th- I don't know. I think this team gets a little bit of time together. I think striking could use improvement. We just need a bombing to step up again. But, yeah, I actually do like this team's odds to at least finish top six. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Because my prediction for top six, sixth position is Arsenal. Uh, yeah. If you were doing 7th, 8th, I would have gone with Spurs and Aston Villa. But never mind. But yeah, Arsenal is my 6th uh, place team. 5th place would be a very neat return to like just some kind of, you know, competitiveness. Yeah. A 6th place would be huge for Arsenal. A 5th place would be oh, huge yeah. for Arsenal. Because like, they are the best of the rest, right? Because right now, I would say the top 4 are pretty much guaranteed, right? Like, inside the top 4, who finishes what is still unpredictable. But who the top 4 are is very guaranteed. So, what's left is best of the rest. And I think... Right now, Leicester has that title, right? Like, we are the best of the rest. But if Arsenal finishes fifth, it would be huge for, like, even just psychology, psychologically for them. So, but I think... I think, I think the, Leicester the big thing is we have a lot more long-term guys starting in this roster, whereas for last couple of years, it's just been a guy on loan, guy who's, like, about to retire, just sign him for a year. It's never been, like, you know, Tierney's going to be here for a while, ideally. Ben White, ideally, we signed him for a lot of money. Not as much as not too much more, like, yeah, a lot more than I like, but he will be here for a bit. Gabriel will be here for a bit. I know I'm saying exciting St. Player Saka, Smith Rowe, all these guys are young. Thomas Party's still in his prime. Still very young and like ready foundation as opposed to this like team of mercenaries. Uh, so mine is my Arsenal sixth for me. What about y'all, friend? I just wanted to say that if Wenger was coaching Arsenal right now, they'd finish fourth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course it's four. But, like, yeah. I, I don't know. It is a talented roster. Just, you know, that's the same thing with the Ferguson thing. You guys would win the league with this team. if you had, Even with the City being what they are. Yeah. Drop my phone nearly. I never saw that. Yeah. Even with City uh, being what they are and PSG being the Champions League, like, obvious favorite, I would still pencil in Ferguson as, like, a runner-up and, like, a league winner because he would know how to get everything out of this roster. For sure. Like, he'd have... He would have Sancho at peak playmaking, Fernandez scoring like 20 penalties in a season. Like, I don't know. The, the team would look perfect, I think, at that point. He scored a 20-yard penalty against Everton in three seasons. Did you see that? No. I'm sorry? Nah, uh, this guy, uh, uh, what's his name? Bruno scored a 20-yard penalty against Everton in three seasons. There was a wall in between, but that's fine. He doesn't care. He still scores. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it was actually quite a brilliant But anyway, who do you think is sixth, Dude, honestly, the 20-yard penalty is as crazy as when Ronaldo. Sometimes he's off the corner, he gets a penalty with his head. Fran, Fran, uh, who do you think finishes sixth? Leicester. 
Yeah, I because mean Leicester. Leicester's established itself as like a top six team now. Like in the last three seasons, I would say they've kind of like put themselves down as okay. We will always be in and around that top six place. You know, um, so which is brilliant. Like you know, considering they just got promoted, what like ten eight years ago, right? They yeah. it, it says a lot about like when you have a good management, it says a lot. Like this is this is what happens when you have a good management. You get this. Uh, but they are really building something there, and I I, I love Leicester. I genuinely love uh, the team. What about you, Archie? Who do you think finishes sixth? Um, between Leicester and Tottenham, which are easy choices. Actually, wait, no, right, Everton. Nice. Ooh, nice. Get him in there. You know what? I, I really trust Rafa Benitez, and I think I think him and Hamas are gonna have a very fun year together. Which is a weird oh. way to say that sentence, but yeah. I have a very hot take. I'll put it down as well. Let's see if I, I if I get it right. I think Everton finishes outside the top ten. What? You think so? <laughs> That's a wild thing. Look what Rafa achieved with almost every team he's been on, and also I don't know uh, the overachieving with Newcastle, right? No, see, it's a very hot take for that reason. I, I, I something it's a very intuitive. Like something's telling me that something's. Uh, Something's gonna happen there. Like I think, see, for me, if I were to predict, right, it was Leicester, Arsenal, uh, Spurs, Aston Villa. That's eighth. Then ninth, I thought would be West Ham or Leeds, and tenth would be West Ham or Leeds. So those two positions are West Ham and Leeds. So that's what I thought, and I think Everton finishes eleventh. I I I, I I don't know. My thing is, okay, the argument's fair. I just think. They have two capable of a manager, and they have a good roster, right? They do. They the do. I know, I know, but Everton historically is a team that underperforms, right? Yes, they had a brilliant manager care. last season, and they still underperformed. I think. Are, you, often, yeah, I think it's like Spurs, right? Spurs are the bottlers. I think Everton are the underperformers. Everton are the most. They're extremely unstable at points. <laughs> they are, yeah. I think on That's paper, they certainly are a top six. Like they certainly have a roster that can finish top six. I genuinely feel like. But I feel like they just have something, something just off, right? Over there. You know what? Something like astrologically, something wrong. Like the stars didn't align when they formed as a club. I don't know. Like, you know, what? in case Arsenal lets me down here, I'm going to pencil in Leicester instead. I think you've kind of convinced me. I think Leicester is just an easier and safer bet. <laughs> Wait, let me give you the, the counting to this. Okay. Because Everton are underperformers, sure. They weren't underperformers when Moyes was the manager. Right? Right. Yes. Yeah. And then, like, Rafa is closer to Moyes than Ancelotti was. Ancelotti coaching this team never made a lot of sense, right? Ancelotti is a star manager, not a mid-table yeah. type of club, right? Rafa can yeah. bring the best out of players, and Rafa has been wanting to coach James for a very long time. <laughs> he wanted to make James the number 10 at Madrid, like the bona fide number 10, and then he got sacked way too early. <laughs> the rest is history, right? James' career was never the same. I feel like there's something here. I, I mean, I I completely agree because I, I like I said, I think when it comes like when I see them on paper, when I just read about like when you read the team, right? It seems like a team that should finish top six, but I don't know something. I just I just hate predicting Everton in the top six because they always disappointed me in the last three years at least. You know, whenever I predicted them high, 
I just I just don't have it in me to break them high. To be honest, anymore. can can I say if Arsenal somehow signed James Madison, I would leave Everton here. If they don't, then I think Leicester stays here. And I think if that happens, then I think my confidence in that fifth position in, like rises exponentially. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, a Leicester with James Madison is yeah, I agree. I yeah, yeah, yeah. If I that mean, loss happens, then it's an entirely different story. But yeah, I think that's that's very fair. I think do we have anything else left? I think we've covered everything. So we t- I covered all top six. And um as of now, just to recap, Yashish for I'm just gonna say in order of Yashish for and me. At one we have um Chelsea, Chelsea City. Two, we have City, City, Man U. Three, we have Man U, Man U, Chelsea. Four, we have Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. We just all are in agreement there. Five, Leicester, uh, Everton, Arsenal. And six, Arsenal, Leicester, Leicester. Okay. Interesting list. I actually didn't. So, no Tottenham, no West Ham. Sorry, you're saying? I feel like we have, we don't really have many, like, crazy opinions. Like, like, these are all like very justifiable things. Like Liverpool winning the league. That's a crazy opinion, right? Yeah. Well, one of us did mention that uh, Everton was going to finish 11th. Okay, see, that's oh, not yeah. part of this prediction, right? It's, it's, it's a separate thing altogether. <laughs> okay, so in that top 20, then we're going to see that prediction. Interesting. Yeah. And I have another hot take. I think Southampton goes down. Southampton better than Everton, though. You just think Everton is. No, like no, Southampton awesome. goes like relegated. Gets relegated. Huh. <laughs> they conceded the most goals in the second of the season last season, and they have not improved this in the beginning of the season. They look even worse, apparently, in the preseason. That's what I've heard. I, I, yeah, never mind. I, I just, I, I really, I'm not, I think Southampton's getting destroyed. Anyway, I think it's getting a little late for at least, especially yeah. Fran. Yeah, definitely, friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I don't even. We don't think. I don't think we have anything. But yeah, um, I think oh. this is our first when podcast, which is great. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a final question. Um, can Mbappe, Neymar, Messi? Be better than Messi, Suarez, Neymar. Yeah, I'm gonna give. Okay, obviously can be better. Definitely, Mbappe is only getting better. You know that he's a little more of a dynamic player than Suarez is, at least all around, right? However, I want to give the just quality edge at this moment to MSN, just because Suarez was unstoppable, like in 2014. So I don't know. Oh yeah, I agree. I feel like I feel like I, I think uh, MNM. That's what I like calling them. Eminem can can be better than MSN, but as things stand, MSN sure I would say like uh, right now, yeah. it, it based on like what you can expect of Eminem versus what you see of MSN, it's <laughs> I'm hungry now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I realize it's a very like easier like simple take to say, but I don't know. I think yeah, Mbappe is. I think it'd be comical to compare him to the player that Suarez was in 2014. I don't think it's close. The thing is, I, I think, think Neymar Neymar right now. I think he's better than he was back then. Because of course he's better. He's in his prime right now. Yeah. Um, I think Messi isn't. Yeah. Messi is a little different. So the argument does really come down to who's better, Mbappe or Suarez. Mbappe, Suarez. And as things stand, we haven't seen Mbappe right now. And I, I feel like Suarez back then was 
is better than the Mbappe we saw last season, right? Uh, for sure. So if Mbappe takes his game to the next level next season, I, but I think he can. That's probably why I'm saying Eminem. But he can. He he does have levels to his game. If it was okay. Haaland instead of Mbappe, if it was Haaland instead of Mbappe, I would I would not even think about it. It had to be Haaland. It, I, I just I still would think about it and say Suarez, but I think this the Haaland version beats the Mbappe version. Oh yeah, Mb- yeah, I think Mbappe Haaland Haaland team like the, if Haaland's in the middle, then Mbappe then Haaland wins. Yes, one hundred percent. Okay, so just a quick question. Actually, friend, what's your thought on that? Since you asked, see, I think it hinges more on Messi because I think Mbappe is going to be amazing this year, and you know why? Yeah. Because he missed the penalty that knocked France out of the tournament. Yeah, man's got a point. I feel like that's the that's the. Uh, how do I say this? That's like definitely the, that. yeah, yeah. The 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 defeat in the in the hero's journey, you know. Yeah, that's the um, very nice way to put it. But um, yeah, no, I feel like MSN was just it was just something else, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Neymar guy. was right right in it. Still, like better player now, but still insanely good, right? He's this guy they signed for eighty million just out of Brazil. Suarez is was I don't know. At another level at that point, Messi was at his best nearly. Like, yeah. Also, just before we wrap up, quick question. Does do Angel de Maria's stats tank or does he break the UCL assist record? Wait, what? Do Angel de Maria's stats just entirely tank and just you know fully like flatten out, or does he break the Champions League assist uh, record? No, I think they get tanked. To be honest, I feel like I feel like he's gonna get so little game time, especially in the Champions League. I think in league and he'll probably play a lot. They'll try to store up Messi. They won't play him a lot in the U- UCL. Just give him like, just make keep him ready for the Prem- uh, UCL all the time. Wait. Yeah, and then maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I I think Di Maria would do well, very well in league and sure. I think he he'll have a brilliant season. You know what? There are apparently reports in that Di Maria will be. Will, they might play Di Maria as a wing back, right? So they might play three at the back, or uh, Hakimi and Di Maria as wing backs, and uh, play. Yeah, that's what he can't. He can't. But I, I, I doubt. I think Mbappe, like Di Maria, has to be a second fiddle to Messi, right? I, I don't see him starting. Um, I don't see. It. I don't think he has to play the same spot, but it's hard to fit in with all of them. If Messi says he wants to play number ten. Di Maria could play on the wing. Yeah, that yeah, and take, take a lot, take a lot of a lot of playback, playmaking slack off of Messi as well. Mm-hmm. They is- give, give Messi the ability to just kind of free roam on offense. Yeah. Okay, I mean that's a question to ponder for another day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I think uh, that's. Right. That. In that case, I'll probably see you guys next week. Uh, good night. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah.